Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm one of the pastors at Connect Church. I want to thank you for taking the time uh, to listen to us. This is Season 1, Episode 1. Uh, as we take this discipleship journey, I want to encourage you, if you didn't listen to the trailer, please go back and watch that. That'll give you kind of some insight on what we're trying to accomplish through this. And today we're starting a series on what is the gospel. And we're going to cover two thoughts today. Uh, first, that everyone believes in a gospel. And the second thought is everyone needs the one true gospel. I'm so excited today to be joined by Carlton and Frank, two wonderful guys from our church. Frank is the lead pastor uh, at Connect Church, and Carlton is one of our small group leaders, just some great guys. Um, and so, gentlemen, thank you for taking the time uh, to be with us today. Uh, we're going to jump right in uh, to it. And as we talk about the gospel, there's a phrase uh, that we could sometimes hear that take it as gospel, right? Whenever we take someone's word for something or we really trust them. So um, who is somebody in your lives that you take their word as gospel, whatever they say? And maybe even what's the topic that they would speak truth to that you're like, yes, I have to listen to this person on that. Yeah, so uh, for me. It's in a baseball context. Um, I coach at a high school nearby, and uh, the head coach there, whenever he says, do a drill this way, or I want my kids to swing this way, do that, I take that as gospel in the sense of I listen to what he says, and and I work to make sure that that's what we see throughout the program. So there's a good non-spiritual for you. Awesome. Awesome. Um, For me, I would have to say it would be my four-year-old son, (laughs) Jack. That's awesome. Because he has no hair on his tongue. He has no filter. He says it like it is. And when he says, you know, Papa, your belly is getting big, <laughs> I can take it as God. So it would be my fourth goal. There you go. God, I love God, that. I love kids. I love that. Yeah, yeah, for me, uh, it's interesting. I would say that my wife, Megan, takes everybody's word except mine as gospel. Right. In our home, uh, if any of Down says it, it's okay. She's a podcaster that, that Megan likes. And, like, we could literally say the same thing. Uh, but unless Andy says it, like it's no good. Once Andy says it, we could do it. Like it, it, it's in there. So uh, we all have that in that sense. But in a deeper sense, where we everyone believes a gospel, and that's kind of one of the thoughts we want to cover today, right? The word gospel um, can be translated good news, right? So there's something that everyone looks to for for hope, for meaning, purpose, identity, uh, kind of all that wrapped in there. And those things, or even those people, can become good news to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what are some other Gospels, lowercase g Gospels, so to speak, that we can find ourselves believing in uh, in our day-to-day lives? In this day and age, I would say that there are many Gospels that we can find ourselves uh, believing in or roped up in. Um, I would say uh, the news, mm. right? Cool. We can find ourselves roped up in the news. We can find ourselves uh, believing things from social media, things in the political arena. Sure. Um, uh, also, we can also find ourselves uh, uh, basing our lives and the things that we do and how we do them on the things that have been passed down to us mm-hmm. and instilled within us. So I think there are many different gospels sure. that we can find ourselves believing in. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's really good. And you can add in, you know, if I get to a certain status in my job to make enough, um, I don't have all the things I want and need, uh, and that will make me happy. And then I think even gospel is oftentimes, you know, we're talking about the gospel today within the church. We add things to the gospel. Um, and it's some people say Jesus plus, where it's like, if I follow Jesus, life will be easier. 
Um, if I follow Jesus, I'll get blessing. Um, and those themes are in scripture, but like the gospel is what Jesus did and that's kind of it. But we like to add these things to make it almost more palatable at times. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think understanding the true gospel is important. Yeah. yeah, those are some great examples you guys gave. And even in that, right, as you think about that, like they're not bad things, these other things that we're looking to, right? But ultimately they're powerless, right? Like like they're, they're not in the right spot in our lives, right? When we elevate them to that way. And I know that sometimes we can kind of falsely think if I just have whatever, fill in the blank. I just live my life according to the way these people are telling me to live my life. If I just have Jesus and the comfort or whatever these things, right, that will be good. Um, and so in a sense, we probably wouldn't use this language, but in a sense, like we're looking to those things for salvation. We're looking to those things for, for, for our hope. Um, and so generally speaking, do you think that we eventually come around and see the emptiness of these other gospels? Or do you think we're, we're blind to it and like we really don't, don't catch that kind of thing? It's a good question. Uh, I think in some things we, we do come around to it, but I think in others, um, I, even someone I was talking to church, at church this weekend and the whole idea of possessions is a lot of times like you get buried in that where it's like you keep thinking, okay, I'm here now, I need to get here. Um, and sometimes we don't even realize the emptiness in that because we're so busy with trying to get to the next step. Um, and so, I, and you can fill that in with a bunch of different gospels. It's like, it's always next step, next step, next step. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we understand the emptiness in that because we're so busy just trying like get more, get yeah. more, get more. Yeah. I think that eventually, uh, everything comes out in the wash, mm. right? I think that whatever your foundation is whatever you are uh standing on eventually will be tested yeah right life has a way of testing our foundations yeah and if our foundations are not built on christ mm -hmm. it will become evident pretty quickly yeah that what we're standing on is not sustainable yeah yeah and carlton to that point i was thinking biblically about um in the story of esther Haman and mordecai right Haman is like you can see him like chasing this power over and over again. Like he wants this influence. He want he wants the worship of Mordecai. He's he's the one that's not going to bow down to him. And like ultimately, that's his downfall, right? It gets exposed mm -hmm. eventually. Absolutely. It comes out, and so I think we do see those aspects within yeah. our heart. I just want to say too, of like I think we're saying it in different ways, but this idea of desire, mm -hmm. um, and we see that play out in the in the Genesis one through three narrative of our desires leading us either to God or away from God. Yeah. And so I would say the things that we desire ultimately are probably the gospel we believe in. So if I desire more of something, that's where my heart goes. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's the gospel I'm living out. And, and we can desire all different kinds of things. Um, and ultimately the gospel would be that we would desire God more and, and love him more and then the rest would fall into place. Yeah, and I think that's a great question that someone could ask themselves and we could ask ourselves often, right? Like, Okay, where are my desires in this moment, right? Yeah. What am I looking to? What if I if I lost this thing, yeah. I would be a mess, right? That probably might reveal yeah. what the gospel is in, in our life in that moment. Yeah. So, so everyone has a gospel, whether they want to want to realize it or not, right? Uh, our second thought today is everyone needs the one true gospel. Um, and so, let me just share with you Ecclesiastes three eleven. Uh, it says this, referring to the Lord. It says He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart so talk on that a little bit what does it mean to have eternity set within the human heart yeah I'm, so we all have longings and things that i think god has placed in our heart 
Um, and I was listening to a podcast this week that was talking about this idea, which I thought was interesting because um, my mind normally didn't go to it of like this desire to live forever exists in all of us because eternity is in our hearts, right? We want to live forever because ultimately it's with Jesus, right? Um, and we're seeing that play out as there's pockets within our culture of trying to extend life and and fake body parts and pig hearts and things like that so that we can live longer um, because facing death is a scary thing. And, and for some of us, we're unsure of what's on the other side. And so if I can live forever, then I can, I can um, do that. But also this idea again of eternity is in our hearts. We want to live forever. Right. Um, one of the things that I found incredibly interesting um, as my youngest son, as he was growing, um, was that no one had to, when he was first trying to start walking, I noticed that no one had to teach him uh, whenever he was going to fall to put his hands out. Hmm. It was natural. It was just, in, it was instinct, right? It was embedded in him to, uh, to try to protect himself. He was aware of danger without even being aware of it, right? Yeah. And so I find it interesting that at a young age, God uh, instills that in us naturally. Yeah. And then as we get older, um, as I am now in, I am not so young, <laughs> you know, I find myself more uh, times than often, uh, more times than not, uh, considering the sand running out of the hourglass, right? Yeah. And how the things that I do and my actions will have eternal consequence. Yeah. And so, yeah. yes. Absolutely. So, so let's just kind of recap where we've been today, right? That everyone has a gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, we could kind of ask some questions to reveal what that is within our life, but yet built into us is desire for the true gospel, right? Mm -hmm. and again, whether we're realizing this or not realizing it, it's there. Uh, and so, uh, in the episodes that come up, we're going to kind of talk about what this one true gospel is. Uh, so this way we could begin to recognize it a little more. And ultimately, that thing that we found was so empty before in chasing all these other things, we're going to find that hope, meaning, and purpose uh, in this other gospel. In in Scripture, we see that idea, right? Deep calls out to deep, it mm -hmm. says. And and I think we're all looking for something deeper. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, the shallow things in life, they they feel good for a certain amount of time. But we're all looking for something deeper. And I think it's in the gospel we see the depth of, yeah. of love and satisfaction and all the things that we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, gentlemen, uh, we're going to get going here in just a moment. But before we do, we want to give the audience a chance to get to know you guys a little better. Um, now, uh, Frank, you mentioned pig hearts before. Um, so I don't know if that's edible, uh, but... I guess the I question not. is, <laughs> I just want to say, I hope it's not. <laughs> if you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? So we're going to assume it's not the pig heart, 100%, but uh, 100%. one meal is, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. This is the only thing you can eat. We'll let you get sides if you want to have a couple sides. So it doesn't have to just be the entree. Uh, but what would it be for each of you gentlemen? That, that well, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have been able to say right now to this question, uh, change your life. <laughs> I would have loved to have been able to give that answer. I can't give that answer just yet. But if I, to answer the question, I would say um, uh, Sausalito Turkey. Oh. It is turkey that um, many uh, many people that I meet have yet to try. Um, but if you ever go to your, your local deli and you ask them for Sausalito Turkey, um, it will change your life. So it's change your life turkey. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, well, it changes your life. That's right. Cool, you know? Awesome. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, mine is, I, without a doubt, it would be vodka rigatoni with a little bit of garlic bread. Specifically, if possible, my mom's. Uh, okay. To me, it's the best still. And so I would take that the rest of my life and it not bother me one bit. All right. Very good. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Audience, we want to thank you for being with us as well. Um, if you're listening along with us, this is a good spot just to connect with your discipler. Um, maybe just shoot him a text. Hey, here's maybe one of the gospels that I look to for hope. Uh, just like we have them in our lives too. Uh, maybe doing a little dialogue on that would be helpful. But we encourage you to come back next episode as we continue to explore what is the gospel.